Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. One of the beautiful places on the planet, devastated by fire. So many of us make Hawaii and Maui a part of travel plans, especially during a Minnesota winter. Five Eyewitness News morning anchor Megan Newquist went to Maui to check in after the Lahaina fire. That fire just absolutely devastating. Here's a clip of her a multi-part report on Maui rising. Hawaii, a land of wonder. Known for its white sand beaches, world-class surfing, and breathtaking sights. You know, Maui has a way of touching people. Hawaii is a place of immense beauty and 75-degree temps year-round. Megan joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline because, Megan, that kind of beautiful Maui image is what we all have in our minds. And I know Maui has been a a spot that you've visited over the years, too. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Jason. It's nice to chat about Maui. Um, My goodness, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I was there Mm. um, in December. It, you know. I grew up in California, so I've covered so many wildfires. It's where my first TV job was. I've seen the devastation of wildfires. I've seen the rebuilding process. Like, I kind of understand how it works. And I don't, I didn't, I I didn't expect what I saw when we landed in Maui. It literally looked like nothing had changed since the fire. Every single building in Lahaina is charred, but still standing if it hasn't crumbled to the ground and like weeds are growing up. So there's greenery growing up. It's like it's frozen in time and preserved. It was so bizarre. Did you expect, you know, obviously with this, the fire happened last summer and you went down in late December, right? Yeah. So the the fire happened on date. We went four months later and I think it's pretty soon. It's pretty soon after, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I expected some of the buildings to be gone. I expected mm. some of it, the debris to be cleared, but the roads were still being uh, cordoned off. You had National Guard troops. You had fencing up everywhere. We couldn't get into residential streets. The National Guard would not let us in. Um, people were still living on beaches when we were there. Wow. There are people that are, you know, upset at how slow this process is moving, how slowly the answers, Hawaii has never dealt with something like this. And they simply don't know how to do it. Where do you put the debris? Where do you house 14,000 people that within hours went from living in Lahaina to having literally nothing, not even an idea? People were running out of their house without shoes on. They had nothing. And it's, the housing crisis in Maui has been something people have talked about for years, but you still, to this day, have between five and 6,000 people living in hotel rooms. 
Wow. And wow. some of these people, Jason, have moved 14, 15, 16 times since the fires. Wow. Because they can't just stay yeah. in one yeah. place. The hotels are moving them around. The FEMA money is going to different places. It is. It was shocking to me how dire of a situation this is, how much hurt, how much sadness, how much frustration, how much anger there is among the people there still. And four you, months, five months. You talk with many, and we're talking with Megan Newquist from Five Eyewitness News, anchors their morning show, and went with photojournalist Bill Mitteke to uh, Maui County, Maui, Florida. Uh, where, where, and that's that's what really struck me in your stories is just the scenes. It it looks, it looks like this happened yesterday, in, yeah. many, in many parts. And you think, you know, Hawaii is part of America, and obviously, you know, there are some ge- geographical challenges as far as rebuilding and getting enough people and all of those sorts of things, but. I don't know. I couldn't help when I watch your stories, but think like if this were near San Diego, would would we let this faster for so long? Right. And I think that's the frustration people are feeling. I talked with a fire captain whose crew was one of the first on scene that day, and he said that they feel forgotten. He said, you know, we feel forgotten by the mainland. We really do, because the stories have stopped coming. Nobody's reporting on Maui in the mainland anymore. And he goes, and we still have people that don't have a house. We have people living in tents on the beach. We have kids traumatized because they lost grandparents. They lost their school because they ran for the safety of the ocean that day because they had nowhere else to go to escape the flames. I mean, there are so many levels of trauma that these people are dealing with. And many of them said that they feel forgotten. And it's only been four months. And they're talking the rebuilding, Jason, could take 10 to 20 years Hmm. to get Lahaina back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wow. Wow. You think about that. I mean, I guess you think about the number of natural disasters that have hit various corners of the United States. We're going to Fort Myers uh, in a couple weeks for twin spring training. And last year when we were down there, Fort Myers Beach uh, looked terrible, terrible Uh, in parts of Naples, where so many Minnesotans uh, go live, looked uh, terrible as well from storm surge uh, from what happened down there. And you think about all of the natural disasters all over the country and all of the places that have been close to wiped out. And how do we keep up? How do we keep up? I don't know. It it seems outrageous. And then solutions also feel distant, you know. Well, and you know the news cycle. You go from one disaster to the next disaster. And so Maui was in the news for a couple of days when this happened. And then you move on to the next thing that's happening. And so, you know, I just wanted to go there and let people know The island is still open. If you've never been to Maui, Lahaina is a part of Maui, but you still have so many other areas that are untouched and open. Brandy Powell, our morning anchor, 
uh, just got back from Maui and they stayed in Wailea. And she said they didn't even go up to Lahaina. The, the locals were like, listen, just don't go. Don't be a gawker. Just stay away. Enjoy your trip. Because south of Lahaina, it looks like the image of Maui you would expect. Huh. North of Lahaina, same thing. The golf courses are great. The walks on the beach, the surfing, everything's gorgeous. It's just kind of that area of Lahaina, which was the old Lahaina. It's kind of how the whole island started. The Hawaii. Whalers Village. Yeah, you, you, you got access because the uh, Hawaii Tourism Authority uh, helped you guys get into some of those areas. But most of Lahaina, a lot of that fire affected area is closed. And other parts are kind of west now, Maui, same sort of, you know, uh, same sort of questions. But did they want you like did they did they what did they want? I mean, I assume if I were the tourism authority, I'd be a little worried like, oh, am I going to tell Minnesota, like, look how hellish this looks? What what was sort of their goal? What were they looking for? I guess. Well, it's interesting because I reached out to them after talking with several people on Maui immediately after the fire. And then I kind of stayed in touch with them over the months and they kept saying, don't come. They don't want the media here. Nobody wants to see their burned out home on television. They're still very angry. Media is not being perceived very well. Stay away. I heard it from multiple people that I was communicating with. So when I reached out to the Maui Tourism Board and said, hey, you know, we're interested in doing this. How do you feel about it? And can you help us make this trip possible? There was hesitation for sure. And they said, you know, what kind of stories do you want to do? And you know, we did it for Minnesota Live, which is our morning talk show that airs from 9 to 10. It's it's not as newsy as the news is in the morning. And, sure. and I said, you know, we have the opportunity to talk about the island as a whole and what's being offered. But the news, Megan, is going to have to report on what happened, right? I can't ignore the fact that 14,000 people are no longer living in their homes. You can't ignore the fact that 100 people died. You can't ignore the fact that people have moved off the island because they don't think that Maui will recover in their lifetime. Mm, so, yeah. uh, they, you know, they were like, they helped us with getting in contact with the owner of a boat company. And I said, you know, I want to talk with someone in the tourism department about how this fire is impacting them. So they hooked me up with a, a gentleman named Riley, who's a third generation owner of a, of a boat excursion company. He takes people out snorkeling and whale watching. They helped me um, get a hotel to stay in. They helped with a couple of things. And from what I've heard, because we've sent them all the stories, they're really happy with it. The reception's been very good. Oh, good. They, they realize that it's a problem. They yeah. realize that this devastation happened here, but they need tourists to return because three out of four dollars that is spent on that island comes from tourists. They don't survive without tourists, Jason. Maui does not survive without tourism. So they need people to come back. A hundred and ten percent. The locals there, they're. I talked with a guy who owns a restaurant and his restaurant survived on front street. And he thinks it survived because there's a big Safeway right across the street from him. And he thinks that Safeway sent the flames up and over his little oceanfront restaurant, but out of his restaurant for five months because the water samples are coming back, not clean. So the restaurant's not burned. It's totally intact. He can't open because the water's not clean. And the same thing with his house. His house survived. He can't move back in. And so it's, it's tough. We talked with a woman who owns an event space and she's since moved to Utah. She's like, I can't wait 10 years for them to rebuild. So she's moved off the Island. It's, it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. No doubt about it. 
Uh, I really appreciate your reporting and bringing this story to us. And it is a reminder that, you know, don't forget about Maui. It is us. It is America. And when it's time, go back, go to Hawaii, go to Maui and help help it. Yeah. Uh, find, a, find a family on their Venmo page and support a local family. You can meet mm-hmm. the local families there. And that's a kind of a cool way to connect yeah. to. You don't have to send all the money to big organizations, but you can find a family that means something to you that you connect with and, and help that way too, which I think is cool. Megan Newquist, Five Eyewitness News, Morning Anchor, and great stories. Uh, heartbreaking, but important out of Maui. Thanks for spending some time with us, Megan. We appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity, Jason. Bye. All right. I love her. She's great. She's terrific on the morning show, and these stories are really powerful. 550, back in a minute. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 